and welcome to Tokyo Inklings. My name is CY. You can find me on my website at tokyostationpens.com or you can find me on Instagram at tokyostationpens and on Twitter at tokyostationmnh. And my name is Jacob and I am Foodafan on Instagram and also on Twitter and I have a blog at foodafan.com. Hello again, my name is Cray uh, and I'm Mirai Cat on Instagram. So it's so good to hear from you both.、Uh, it's just in the middle of a summer in Japan, actually. The weather,、uh, I think we had quite a nice cool July. It wasn't so hot. And then it turned into August. And,、uh, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, we're in like the apocalypse or something. So, how are you guys surviving? Are you guys doing well in the, in the heat? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Every year I'm. Like it, it, it's my second, no, maybe my, like my second summer in Tokyo since we moved to Japan. But I spent two summers in Tokyo maybe 10 years ago, 10 or 8 years ago.、Mm. And every time I'm, I'm in Tokyo in the summer, I'm just like, what am I doing here? I'm just like, like burning and, and like, yeah, I don't look like a, a human <laughs> being anymore. It's like a vegetable. I don't know. It's、yeah. crazy hot. I mean, The thing is,、uh, this year I feel like summer started a bit、mm-hmm. late.、Uh, usually the summer starts、yeah. in July, right? Yeah.、Uh, so I think this hot weather will continue until the end of August. And then, in, no,、September. sorry, end yeah, of September. Yeah, yeah in end of September. And then、uh, hopefully in October we'll have some、uh, normal weather back. I hope so. Yeah, I'm hoping so too because I'm working from home four days a week,、uh, but I don't have an air conditioner in the room with my desk, and that is becoming a bit of a problem right now. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah. when we bought this house, the first thing we did was make sure that we had enough air conditioners. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, we are here to talk about pens, and、uh, boy, do we have a lot of pens to talk about.、Mm-hmm. So,、uh, maybe I'll start first.、Um, I recently acquired a Pilot Custom Heritage 92. It is the orange model, which, is, which has been since、uh, been discontinued. And I want to talk about this because I actually did quite a few modifications on this pen.、Um, I first replaced the clip with the ball clip that you find on the Custom 74. Because I don't know about you, but personally, I'm a big fan of the ball clip.、Mm. I know some people don't really like it and they prefer the kind of more traditional clip, but I think the ball clip is quite good because it, it's really easy to then clip into your pocket、yeah. uh, on your jacket. So for me, that's a superior clip.、Uh, whereas the kind of traditional conventional clip, I kind of have to, you know, kind of pull at it and tug at it. And I, it's just not so comfortable for me because I got that.、Um, now I fit it with. My Sai nib,、uh, which is the flexible three tine、uh, music nib that I make.、Um, and I fit it with that. And interestingly, because the feed of Pilot is、uh, notoriously dry, so instead I've replaced it with a vintage platinum ebonite feed, which I shaved down to fit into,、uh, into the correct shape. So this is quite a Franken pen. But,、uh, but it's interesting and it, it's really great because it lies down a super, super wet line,、um, which is great for the, for the flex nib.、Um, but also, I've noticed that using this nib, 
even though it's a full tank of a piston filler, I think I can write about, um, let's say, a page, maybe a page and a half uh, in Tomoe River A5. So it's a, it's a wet pen. So, so did you say vintage platinum ebonite feed? Yeah, I said vintage platinum ebonite feed. Because I know that I know that the 3776 came with ebonite feeds up until some point in time. I'm not sure when. Is that the feed Correct. you're using or is it some other older platinum model? No, that is the feed that I'm using. Okay, so we, but you cut it down to the right size then? Yes, okay. I shaved it down, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so that's super, super wet. Uh, so I'm quite happy with that. Uh, still, I had to do a lot of modifications even on the feed, but... Nonetheless, uh, I'm quite satisfied with the results. So, so how would you compare Platinum's Ebonite feeds to some of the others that you you've used, so the FNF ones and and you know the old Omas feeds and so on? Are, are, are there any noticeable difference to you? I'm not a fan of the shape of the feed. I think that more elegant feeds uh, have been made in the past. Especially I'm a big fan of the Oma-style ebonite feeds um, and the Waterman-style ebonite feeds. Uh, and even the older, unnamed, uh, unmarked uh, Japanese pens, those feeds I really, really like. Mm. But, mm, you know, Platinum's, it, it does the job. It does the job, but I wouldn't say it's a beautifully designed feed. Uh, and then what else did I get? I got, I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, I... Uh, most of it's not for me, but I got a lot of stuff. So I got a Fine Writing International um, pen again, but this time uh, one of uh, one of my customers in Australia uh, he he sent me a message. He said, "Hey, so I have this Sailor um, nib that I really really like, but it's in a desk pen, and I hate the pen. So I'm wondering if you can just uh, go out and you know buy me another Sailor." and do a nib swap on it and i said you know I, I can do that but it's going to cost you a lot of money and uh it's just going to be a sailor pen so why don't we so i suggested to him why don't we uh do it on a fine writing international pen and he said okay i'm down so i ordered fine writing international but originally i wanted to go to um to itoya to buy the, the pen but uh it was all sold out uh, which was a surprise to me because like the week before I went to Itoya and it was still in stock, but you know, this mod had all sold out. So I got it from jet pens. I got it from jetpens.com. But, but so the model you're talking about is, is the fifth generation. So the last faceted version. Yes. And that, and they don't make that one anymore, right? That's out of production. So you, you, you're, you're looking around for the remaining stock basically. Yeah. In fact, I messaged fine writing first. Cause, um, you know, I speak Chinese, he speaks Chinese. So um, so we kind of just talk. And uh, and I messaged him. I said, hey, do you still have any of this in stock? And he said, no, don't have any of it. And we're not going to make any. Mm. And that's why I went to, to JetPens uh, to get this uh, to get this pen. And um, my suggestion to my customer was, hey, why don't we rhodium plate this fine writing pen? Because it's this huge brass pen, right? With a beautiful canvas, and I know it's supposed to patina in your hand, but you know, rhodium plating could look pretty cool. So we did that, and I have to say, I I really really am satisfied with the results. So you kept the pen? No, so I'm gonna send uh I'm gonna send it to him. But fortunately for me, I have a bunch of 
fine writing pens. So, uh, so I'll be doing some experiments. Nice, nice. Yeah, and I have to say, I'm very, very impressed with the shipping uh, from companies from the U.S. because I got a Franklin Kristoff. I got Franklin Kristoff thirty one in antique glass. I ordered on like I don't know. I ordered on a Monday and arrived on a Thursday. Wow. But they always ship with uh, FedEx, right? Yeah, and it it's incredibly, incredibly mm. fast. I have to say that this is completely different to my experience with uh, with European vendors. Um, European vendors are just incredibly slow, like very, 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 very slow. I know, Quay, you've been waiting on a pen for two years. Yeah, uh, I, almost three. I can sell them. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't but, like them anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have to give. I have to give props to to the U.S. vendors. They're just incredibly mm-hmm. amazing at shipping. Um, even you know, if I buy from Gulai Pens, gets to me within maximum two weeks. Wow. So, yeah, really, really, really impressive. Um, but I like this pen a lot. Uh, I actually already have a Franklin Christoph thirty one, but mine is a special model without a clip in Italian glass. So Italian glass is the UV reactive one that turns purple in the sun. And this one that I got here is the um, antique glass. And it's a bit greenish in the tint. Um, So, yeah, I I really, really like these pens. We've talked a lot about um, Franklin Christophe in our private time. But, you know, these pens, I think that they're one of the... uh, few u.s makers that do really truly unique shapes and designs so so was this one of the like um stockroom or like the online pen event special pens or was it just in the, in the regular product line so this was a stockroom pen um and one thing that i've noticed with franklin christoph is that their website is a bit misleading so if you click on the website and you click on products there's a page called fountain pens and there's a page called stock yeah but if you go to fountain pens not everything is there mm. so the stuff on fountain pens and the stuff in stockroom are different yeah uh so so yeah i got this one from stockroom and then on top of that uh i went out and i got um this uh staya daikanyama and sailor collaboration mm. it's a staya exclusive i think they made 100 pens it's called the Hyoto. And have you guys seen this pen? I've saw, I, I saw some picture on Instagram and I really like the um, the blue socks. Yeah. The socks, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have a it doesn't have um glitter. No, so it's why I, I didn't uh, get out in the heat to, to buy it. <laughs> I prefer to stay inside in the AC. Yeah, um, I got two of them. Uh, one of them is already accounted for, so I have one more left. This pen, um, I have to say, is is extremely striking. It's extremely striking because, uh, first of all, the nib is blank, mm-hmm. but the finial is also blank. Now, if you look at Sailor finials, you'll notice that normally um, you have the finial, of course, but where the, the Sailor mark is, it's actually a sunken piece into the finial on this uh, Hyoto it's also sunken but there's just nothing there it's, it's just blank mm. and then they have this frosted um, 
matte frosted uh, demonstrator barrel. And I think this goes back to what we were saying in the previous episodes, talking about Sailor Plus and uh, you know their acquisition and stuff. Um, Sailor's manufacturing is really not good. Uh, so I it, I ordered two pens, but I inspected six of them. The reason why I had to inspect six of them is because in the barrel, four out of six of them had these manufacturing scratches, oh, yeah. which is a good reason why you should be careful when you use uh, services like White Rabbit, who are maybe aren't so familiar with pens and they don't know to check. But you know, when you ask a person to go uh, and they check, these scratches were were very very evident in the barrel, especially in a demonstrator barrel. Um, and it looked like it was on the inside of the pens. So that was really, really bad. Um, fortunately, I was able to grab two which didn't have scratches. Um, so, you know, that was lucky of me that I thought to to check the pens mm. right then and there. But, you know, it, it's a beautiful pen. Unfortunately, it, it does have some uh, manufacturing defects on some of the barrels. So that's a bit sad. So one thing I noticed about the pen is that it does look... A bit like a YY pen club pen, right? And both, oh, yeah, yeah I mean, both of them, the barrel looks like the, the, the 10th anniversary one, but also the the nib, you know, it's, it's faceless, right? Yes, it's faceless. And I remember I talked to Oyakata, who was the, the head of YY pen club a while back, and I remember he said that he was a bit um, um, disappointed that certain retailers had uh, sort of. Um, Copied. copied the, the, this this well, faceless is faceless drive, but, but I think he he was of the opinion that YY Pen Club well, they were the, the first ones to do that on sailor pens, but then since then various retailers have have followed suit and done faceless pens. So uh, I'm not sure if that's if that's the real story if they were first, but uh, it does look a lot like a YY Pen Club pen. It does. It does. Mm, you know, I think copying is is something that happens mm. and uh, the next pen we're going to talk about uh you know could be considered a copy yeah so this is uh, i got earlier this week so the um, the new brass version of moonman's t1 so i think late last year maybe like december uh, this chinese brand moonman released the aluminum version of the T1, which kind of looks like a mix between a Kawiko Sport and a Fine Writing International. Um, I guess more Fine Writing International, but the big difference is that it's a piston filler. And um, I remember I didn't quite like the aluminum version. I thought that the piston was a bit loose and I thought the grip was a bit too too slippery, but it, it was kind of promising design. And now this month, they released a brass version and yeah, I, I got mine as I said earlier this week and so far I really like it. It's um it's definitely has this more grip and at least on my on my pen the the piston it doesn't move as much and um and it looks really really nice. And you you've seen this pen today. You got yours today too right so what do you think? I love it. I think this is the best pen on the market for value right now. Only if you have a replacement gold nib. Mm. Because we know that Moonmen nibs tend to be a bit boring. Um, But, you know, the feed that they use is so good. Mm. I cannot stress this 
more. It's a box style feed, but it's so wet. And the the nib that you have in it right now, which is a Sailor nib, yeah. um, which I actually tuned to be a bit drier uh, when I when I messed with it this morning because uh, this morning I was working on it and uh, the tines were a bit uh, spread apart, so I put them together. But I noticed that whenever I use these feeds, the the lines that it gives me are just so wet and so juicy, mm, delicious. Okay, have you seen this pen? Is it the one on Jacob? Um, feed? No stories. And I think he also posted it. Uh, Jacob, you posted it on your feed yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This one. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good, Jacob. Yeah. Uh, with this pen, now you have a sailor nib. In it, and you, you're calling it the sunken sailor nib. Yeah, so so I got it back from you today, and, and you did. I think it was rose gold plating, but I think you were a bit of a rush, <laughs> and yes. then combined with and perhaps an aggressive ink made it look like it's been. Uh, I found it at the bottom of the, the ocean, <laughs> uh, but it looks really cool, right? It it's. Uh, I really love the look on it, and it and. Um, and as you said, the, the sailor nib fits the feed just perfectly, and it's a wonderful combination. Yeah, and I mean, just looking at your stories, it's you always manage to make these pens look, you know, better than their product. <laughs> I think people need to hire you uh, to do this. Yeah, but um, but we'll be all yeah, poor. especially yeah, that <laughs> contrast that you got on the. On the nib. I mean, everybody, you guys, you, you need to, to look at this. You put it on stories, though, so it's going to disappear by the time we post the the episode. So you've got to make a post out of this. Yeah, I did actually do a tweet, too, so we can link to the tweet. Ah, excellent, yeah. excellent. Or you can meet... Maybe a blog post? Maybe. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but the, the choice yeah. of the ink, the this blue, bright ink with this dust nib is really good. Yeah, that's a sailor's sailor. Ah, sailor okay. Name. Very nice. A very sailory combination. Yeah, it, it's a wonderful combination. Uh, and as you say, it, it's 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 weather writer than any act, other, other sailor I have. So it's uh, I love it. Yeah, and then you've got another sailor to talk about. Oh, yes. Yes, so, so I got, uh, once again, I've been on... Um, Yahoo Auctions and found a one of these large size 14k sailor nibs. But what's unusual about this one is that it doesn't say it has no marking. It doesn't say if if it's you know fine, medium, or broad. Um, I did a post about this an Instagram post, and then at Saichu on uh, Instagram, he he um, did a, he commented and said, yeah, I also have one of those without any markings. And he posted his, and it turns out that the, the, the date stamp is the same. I'm not sure if that's a coincidence <laughs> or it was this one month where, where the machinery broke down or something. But yeah, we, we don't know. We don't know what, what, what happens to these names, but it, it's kind of medium ish. I, I really but like, yours is the large size. This is large right? size, yeah, exactly. And his is a small size. Small size, yeah. And I, I know that you, you, you're, you are interested in this name. You, you, may, you may want to do some modifications eventually <laughs> yeah let me know when you're ready to sell sure <laughs> so okay, did you uh did you get anything in recently um i think not not fountain pen but i got uh, i ordered maybe two months ago some um deep like wooden 
wooden yeah. um, yeah. deep, deep pen from uh, Garage Wood Studio, and um, and I just got them, and they are just wonderful. So, um, so yeah, what do you use them for? Like calligraphy, usually. Oh, sorry, mm -hmm. it's Garage Wood Working in the studio, and um, one is in. Um, Uh, Yakusugi, so the the um, you know from Yakushima, the this okay. this uh, uh, cedar, I think, yeah, cedar trees, and the the grain of the wood is just incredible. The lines and the color is very nice, and the other one is it's I don't remember which kind of wood is it, but it's more light, uh, light wood, and they are really yeah. He, he I already ordered from him maybe two or three years ago. And uh, he mm. he really take care of um, uh, take, like he asks a lot of picture of my hand, how I hold my pen, which kind of nib mm. I'm using it. So yeah, one I would like to use with monoline. So I I think I I have to order some monoline nibs and uh, play with this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to use them. But uh, no fountain pen uh, uh, during this summer, which is good. I can save a bit. <laughs> But you know, as our resident ink numa, uh, have to ask you, um, what do you think about glass pens? Because I think Jacob and I are seeing a trend where, um, you know, more and more glass pens. I mean, there's always been a lot of glass pen makers in Japan, yeah. but they seem to be exploding in popularity. Yeah, it seems like uh, for like compared to one year ago when I knew maybe two or three brands who are who are really like historically. Um, Sensei of glass makers. Uh, now you see a lot of younger, like our age or maybe a little bit older, uh, who who used to work with glass, but doing maybe sculptural object, uh, necklace, um, like pendants and stuff like that, and turning to fountain, like a deep pen, glass pen. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a trend, maybe linked linked with the explosion of uh, ink event so people will will buy this kind of pen to test or draw or write small notes with it and uh, i was really surprised that small uh, shop will make their own very simple like not even a glass artist or because some of the pen are really artwork like you can see the work on the uh, on the glass itself Like uh, making um, color, um, uh, shape, different shape. Uh, one of one, the one I have would have some dry flowers inside the um, the how say the um, handle, yeah. Okay. And now you have uh, like even uh, Kyono Kyono Otto Ink, who has their own uh, very simple one. We saw this brand who do um, glass uh, recipient uh, Hario. Hmm. They they start to like they maybe some months ago they made their own pen with their own um, glass ink filler, a pot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you see a lot of these um, accessories around inks uh, since maybe I don't know six months or four months ago. So tell me, are you going to be a glass pen numa? No, I I already I have I already have two of them and I'm really happy with them, so I don't think I will need more. <laughs> but okay, but but you know what was released last week is Glass Studio 2's the ribbon nib. 
No, I, I haven't seen this one. It's only just sold out the very yeah. fast. I sent it to you, and you said you needed it. I don't know which which one you said. Ah, the 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 small the small. Uh... Yes. Now wait. But what's interesting about that one is if you look at the nib, the nib is in this like ribbon shape, and it gets cut out into like an italic, or like a like a super super broad, um, yeah, flat edge nib. On on yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I sent this to the group, and this nib, this pen, oof, feels good. Yeah. So I went on the day, actually. I didn't know what was happening, but I happened to be in Ginza on the day of. And then I saw Bitchery's story. I was like, whoa, okay, I've never seen a glass pen like this before. I need to have it. So you have it? And No, so I went to, <laughs> I went to Tsutaya. And they didn't have these short ones left, these short, cute ones. Yeah. They only had the long one. Okay. And I just felt that the long one was not really balanced in my hand. So I was a bit disappointed. Um, but I, uh, I was told by Tsutaya there that this is actually a Senko Hatsubai, so it's a pre, pre-sales. Okay. And that uh, Glass Studio is going to make more of these. Uh, in I think they call it the uh, Takitori shape. Okay. Wait, yes. Yeah, and uh, and I commented on one of their uh, their posts saying, "Yeah, please make some more." And uh, and sh- they said, "Yeah, I'm hoping to make uh, so many that people will be lining up outside the outside the shops." <laughs> so, um, you know, this is uh, hopefully something that I'm going to be able to get in in my hands soon ish. Uh, who knows? But. Um, Another one of our friends, Keiko, has also sent me a message saying that she needs uh, she needs this pen. See, you and I talked about this talked about this offline earlier today, but I think the uh, active fountain pen community here in Japan and the Inkunuma community has sort of diverged a bit. I mean, they were always a little bit different, of course, but I think there was more of an overlap before. You had these Inkunuma people even coming to the Wagner events, and they were using. You know, kakunos and preppies and so on. But I think now it's more into glass pens. We saw that, for example, with the most recent Tono and Limbs online uh, ink show, right? So the, 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 the first one for about fountain pen inks, the last one was all about glass pen inks because they sell their own ink that is only for glass pens. Um, by the way, our friend Alessa has done a fantastic review of one of those inks. We should link to that. But but they also seem to be targeting you know, glass pen users too now. So it's sort of a bit of a divergence we're seeing. Yeah, so um, I've looked a bit into those inks and uh, I think the main difference between the glass pen and the fountain pen ones is that the amount of shimmer that they put in. Mm. Mm. And I, I would agree with you that the the ink crowd and the pen crowd has always been a bit separate. Mm. Uh, we've, you know, I think that we're beating a, you know, a dead horse here. But Wagner is really old mm. for old people, and they just haven't modernized. You know, they haven't gone with the program. And truly, I think it's a lost opportunity because. Uh, if it weren't so closed as a society, then I think a good chance that these people would have been become you know dedicated fountain pen users. But instead, they've as you say split mm. off, uh, and you know 
kind of leaned there um you know lean more towards the the glass pen which is um which is just as if not a bit more expensive mm. um but they see it as a no hassle you can change inks easily and generally much more welcoming much more welcoming more young and more female yeah, yeah. and that's where that's where the market is is at yeah but the one thing I've always wondered about the Inkunuma community is that you don't, at least I haven't seen a lot of um, like pilot parallels. I would have thought that that would be more popular, but you almost, at least not on Instagram, you rarely ever see that. I think it's because you can't write kanji. You can't write kanji, but but, it, but if you look at some of those Inkunuma people, and we always come back to Bichuri, he's doing a lot of like Western uh, like yeah, calligraphy too, right? Yeah, so you notice though that his ink swatches always start with par- parallel, right, right, and then and then it goes into the the monologue. Mm. But the majority of what he's writing, even in English, is monoline. Yeah, and then on top of that, he has uh, he has some uh, Chinese uh, Japanese uh, writing in there. So I don't know. I I just feel like glass pens are. Um, more versatile mm. than than a parallel. Uh, yeah, I personally like the parallel a lot more. I don't really, really like the way that glass feels on paper, and I'm always afraid to break them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but then in in addition to that, we we've got actually a lot of news here. Surprisingly, since I put it put together the show notes yesterday, but um. Bungbox, the pens that we talked about, they've been released. Mm. Omotesando Blue and Sanctuary Blue. Koi, have you seen these pens? Yeah, on Instagram. What do you think? Um, not particularly interested. <laughs> really, even yeah. though they're they're shimmery. Yeah, I don't know why I. I not enough shimmer for me. <laughs> mm. I need more shimmery. No, I don't know why it, it didn't. Yeah, didn't wake up anything, Click. any feeling. Yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting. Maybe you are post shimmer. Yeah, maybe I I saw a post of from Alicia and I was like, yeah, maybe yeah. No, I don't. I think I still like my shimmering um, pen, but they are really, mm-hmm. really, really shimmering. So when I see shimmering pen that are not as much. It's it's not enough. <laughs> okay, I need I okay. need a step uh, higher now. <laughs> okay, that's interesting because I've already gotten two orders. For yeah, this. I think you told me uh, yeah. offline. Yeah, I got two orders for sanctuary. Um, the sanctuary blue, Omotesando blue doesn't seem to be super super popular for some yeah. reason. Maybe the the sanctuary blue is too turquoise for me, like too light and. Mm. I prefer them a little bit darker. Like, I don't like when you see the whole... Before, I had a lot when it was more transparent and you see the, the whole skeleton inside, the cartridge or the... Mm-hmm. And now I prefer them to be a little bit more translucent and like the Shishiko-san uh, ones, yeah. Or the, or the one from uh, Penpoint who are more translucent and uh, like the... Like the cocktail um, black velvet one, the dark brown I have. Hmm. Mm, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, 
I like them.、Uh, I think a lot of people commented to me about the Naden Sea Turtle. Yeah, which was a、uh, which was a very nice touch, but、um, you know, as they are non、uh, piston pens, I have no interest、yeah. in them personally. But I do hope that they sell well.、Um, but I think、uh, Kaurasan was quite interest、uh, quite excited about these, and、um, yeah, I personally actually like Omotesano Blue a bit more, regardless of the the turtle. But I think it's also a bit less. Translucent、mm-hmm. than、yeah. the sanctuary. It looks、blue. like the one I have from、um, Usagiya. I have a galaxy blue、um, yeah. edition, and this this kind of very dark sky blue, blue sky blue.、Yeah. Then,、uh, speaking of of original pens, Shishikura-san, she recently teased、mm-hmm. her next collaboration with Sailor. So, we know that you're going to get this. <laughs> But I saw that she put on her Instagram that she doesn't open yet for reservation. We have to wait until September. <laughs> so I think the message、yes. was clearly addressed to me, like, "Don't send me message now." <laughs> <laughs> But what did you think about the color? Because we we only saw the、uh, the the material. Yeah, I think it would be the same as the last one she make、um, for the Sakura、uh, Spring one. Yeah. So three color part、uh, sailor. Uh, I guess the transparent、uh, orange, a bit orange, will be for the cap, and the more translucent, like more yellow part, will be for the um, um,、uh, which one? I don't know.、Ah, right. There's one who is more, more red. Yeah, just have to check.、Mm-hmm. Do you like them? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it would be a nice、um, autumn feeling. Pen. So yeah, the yellow, the、yeah. yellow, yellow mustard yellow will be for the socks, and the red with silver glitter will be for the body. I guess、mm. it will be similar to the、yeah. Sakura model. Yeah, and you know, a lot of the times this show feels like it's it's like a sailor show because sailor just comes out with so many. Um, limited editions、mm-hmm. and new editions almost every week, and we actually went and asked Kaudasan, you know, why not do more with platinum?、Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, with、uh, with pilot, and she told us that pilot are actually very very picky. Oh yeah, about um about who they collaborate with, so、um, pilot are willing to do like、uh, first anniversary, fifth anniversary, tenth anniversary stuff, but like. Seventh, eighth, ninth. No, they're not interested. Okay. But um, we do have uh, and this was released earlier in the year, but somehow this had uh, this had, you know, kind of flew over my head. Um, there is this company, in there's a stationery store in Shizuoka, called Yotsuba,、mm-hmm. and it's apparently their seventieth anniversary this year. And they made a a pen with with pilot,、okay. um, and I think this pen is called the Koki. This is a size ten pen. Ah, the one with the flower on the、um, underneath, and gray flower underneath. Yeah,、ah, nice. yeah.、Um, I don't know if it's called Koki or Koki Murasaki, but in the in the description it says brackets Koki.、Mm. So I'm not entirely sure. What draws my interest about this pen is that it's a ring top pen. Yeah, and the price. Ah,、uh, yeah, the price. <laughs> um, 
But it's a urushi yeah. pen. Yeah, it reminds so, of the vintage um, Waterman or yeah. um, Omas uh, ladies pen. Yeah, it, it's it's really really cool, um, and it's an 18k ring top pen. What what do you think about this, Jacob? I know that this is not your style of pen, but what do you think about that? You know, they're they're actually doing these out of the box things that normally we don't really hear of. Yes, yeah, so I got the impression when we talked to Kauru that it doesn't perhaps doesn't make much sense, you know, financially for Pilot to do this do these limited editions. It's more of a way to sort of re- reward uh, loyal retailers uh, every once in a while, and and maybe this is what one of those projects. The pen looks. It's a bit unremarkable, I think, but it still looks nice. I'm most interested in the fact that it's an 18K number 10 size nib, which is kind of unusual, right? Mm-hmm. The the number 10 yeah. size is usually 14K. Yes, that's correct. And I, I believe they made, I think, 100 of these? Yeah, I guess so too. And only 28 are left. So these were surprisingly popular. Are you buying it because of the way the pen looks, or are you buying it because of you know the historical value, your knowledge about this retailer? I'm I'm not sure because if you just look at the pen as is, it yeah I don't know. It looks a little bit boring for a major you know, anniversary pen, I think. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. I think what's interesting to me is that they didn't mm. at all. Yeah, that uh, that was was quite. You know, quite interesting. Oh, what um, I'm just reading this now. This is actually based. The model is um, the one that they did for the anniversary pens, the pilot's 100 anniversary pens. Okay. That's Chifukujin. Ah, yeah, yeah. So Chifukujin had a set of ring tops. If you bought them, uh, I think as a set or something. So, you know, that, now it makes a bit more sense that it's it's a ring top. Mm. But yeah, I think um, I'd say uh, unremarkable looking pen, but we now understand a bit more the rationale of Pilot doing mm. these at all. Yeah, uh, a couple more points. Um, ink Numa tickets uh, went on sale this morning, Saturday morning, and uh, we got some tickets. So I think Quay, you and I will be going Friday morning. Yep. And Jacob, you'll be going Saturday. Yeah, Alyssa and I will be going Saturday morning. Yeah. Great, great. Are there anything? Is there anything that you are hunting for? Um, n- not yet. Like I didn't check uh, <laughs> what would be with these. I think I would do it the the day before or even the morning. Like last time we were queuing. <laughs> like, what mm. what what is it like new or something? So yeah, just for fun. Not uh, nothing uh, in in my head yet. What about you, Jacob? So I remember when I got that uh, recent ink magazine, which had this list of all of these uh, like obscure regional inks. There were some that looked interesting. I remember I wrote them down somewhere. So I need to find my notes and that's going to be my, my shopping list. Yeah. And I'm uh, very excited about uh, a few. I think it's about the one that we just talked about, you know, could be interesting. But um, I'm excited to see Pentanoto. I, I wonder what they're going to bring mm-hmm. uh, to the stage, because they always come out with uh, with quite interesting stuff. I'm interested in Joyful Two. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Joyful 2, um, I'm interested in Hachimonjia.、Mm-hmm. Yes. And I am also interested in、uh, Usagiya. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the one that are too far <laughs> yeah. to yeah. get. <laughs> And then they have this、um, Taiwan,、um, I guess, ink studio. Oh, these are the eye papers. Yeah, I'm also、ah, interested、yeah. in the eye papers. The packaging are、eye、nice. Eye papers are. Yeah, but you know, it's highway robbery. Yeah. They're very expensive yeah, in Japan.、So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember like almost twice. Yeah. So hopefully this time I'll be able to get、uh, an interesting Joyful 2 ink.、Mm. Last time、yeah. I got a very nice blue from them. Oh, which one?、Um, uh, I have to remember the name now. <laughs> But、uh, Jacob, interestingly for you, maybe Kamiterio is going to go. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I remember last time there, there, there was a lot, actually a lot of paper. Tomagawa Tom was there, and then it was some,、yeah. some French pen.、Uh, yeah, this French paper. Yeah. And yeah, there were a few、yeah. others too. So, so that, that might be something I'll be buying too. But, but I mean, last time.、Uh, I only, my, my plan was just to buy one purple ink and I ended up spending like over 20,000 yen on ink. So, you know. Yeah, the fact that you, I really like the fact that you pay at the end because then you don't need to take out your wallet every, at every counter. But at the end, when you got the, the final bill, it's kind of a shock. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it so, so dangerous, right? Because you don't, necess- you don't really know how much you spend no, until you go. And you're just like.、There. Okay, Oops. just go with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure.、Uh, but I, for one, am、uh, looking very forward to it. And they're also selling the Matsubokuri glass pen with the ink filled inside. So、uh, that's going to be cool as well.、Oh, so、just, just one quick thing I noticed, you know, going back to what we talked about how you know, the fountain pen and the ink numeric communities are sort of conver-、uh, diverging a bit. So last time, And、um, when, you, when you got the ticket, you got a free like, fountain pen, this, this、uh, rebranded Jinhao called Fonte, right? So this time,、yeah. you're getting a rollerball instead. Okay. Ooh, why? But the ink one, the one that you can ink yourself, right? Yeah, I, I, I assume that's the case, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a.、Uh... Sorry, I, I found the two ink labels. <laughs> <laughs> so it was、uh, Katashina Lapisu, and、uh, mm-hmm. the other one.、Uh, Uh, Nemophil- Nemophila Blue. And I was really surprised、mm. because on that test, they are really different. But when I test them on Pomer River, they seem identical.、Mm-hmm. So I, I was like,、mm, maybe they, they make a mistake when they, they put the label on, on one of the bottles because they are really exactly the same. But not on their image. So、yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But. I'm looking forward to it.、Uh, it's going to be exciting. So,、um, Jacob, you found some interesting things about、uh, Kanesaki. So,、um, so, Kanesaki was previously the.、Uh, uh, he, he worked for Eboya, and if I understand correctly, he was the guy who made Eboya's、uh, Japanese style Inkidome eyedropper. So, he, so he did, did the, the,、um, and the, the pen turning. He also made Ebonite, sorry, Eboya's Ebonite feeds. 
and and then he like three or four years ago he quit and since then airboyer has been selling simple like cartridge converters with you know uh, standard and uh, bock units and kanesaki set up his own shop somewhere in saitama he's doing mostly pen repairs and so on and he's posting on twitter every once in a while about new products and new things he's doing and earlier this week he did a post about how he had made his own ebonite feed and he has fitted that on the pen that takes uh, i think it was a jova or bock unit and fit it on like a standard uh, like nib assembly which looks um, looked very, very promising and you talked before about these you know vintage like um, japanese ebonite feeds and this looks just the same as those you know, you yep. know the, the old the, the old style ones and that's part of the appeal i think about his feed so i pinged him and asked you know can can we buy these feeds from you and he replied that yeah you can either just buy them as is or or i can help you fit this feed on on one of your nib units and mm. i was meant to contact him again about actual prices but uh i haven't gotten around to do that yet but i might be interested in buying one of those feeds you should definitely do so because i'm very very interested mm. at the price if you are interested in pens in Japan and the real, like, you know, deep pen-pen hobby, you shouldn't be following Mori-san's blog. You need to be following this guy's blog because he is insane. <laughs> this guy, he can remake any part. But he's very, very expensive. Yeah. I, I messaged him once about remaking a 144 barrel, and uh, he quoted me $800. Oh. Yeah, uh, so I was like, nope. But the guy is crazily talented. Mm. He makes everything by hand, and you know he'll take the broken parts and he'll just make new ones. Yes. And you know, I I don't understand how he's able to do this. But the parts that he makes looks almost the same as as the original parts. So you can see all of the process. And the great thing is, he takes pictures of all the processes. Yes. So you can see exactly how he's doing it. And, you know, I'm just so impressed. Mm. So impressed uh, by the way he, he's doing these. And I think Ebonite is his main um, tool. Absolutely, uh, his yeah. main, uh, yeah, how do I say it? Sozai, a material of choice. But, yeah. Even I think uh, the Omas um, part that Koi you are looking for, he can probably mm. make it. Yeah, but you send me a link um, in German. I haven't ordered yet. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I really hope that uh, you talk to him and he's able to give you a price. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, I will have an update in the next episode. And you know what? If it's not like over 5,000 yen, you know, maybe we order from him instead of flexible nib factory. I have a feeling that it's going to be more than 5,000 yen. We'll, we'll see. In that case, maybe we just need to order one or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then last, uh, last note on, uh, or second last note on the news, Kingdom Note uh, has moved. Yeah, Kingdom again. Note is no longer. <laughs> yeah. But their new shop looks really cool. So I'll have a public, um, I'll have a paid holidays um, 
next week and the week after. So I think I'll stop by to to check it out. Yeah, it seems really like uh, like the showroom of Takeo Papers or um, or um, yep. like this all white, um, a little bit medical uh, feeling yep. uh, showroom. But I think they they moved like once last year already, but still they're still in the same area, but they are getting more and more closer to the main street, like not in the small mm. street where you have a Yorobashi Kameda and stuff, but they're getting yep. on the main big street. So it's good for them. Yeah, it's really good. And it, I think it's good because it shows that their business is actually growing, uh, doing yeah. Yeah, very well. But they always so have a, a very good, good. Um, customer service. Every time I went there, I was really happy with their service and mm. uh, very nice and they let you try all the pen and the ink and very patient so very good shop yeah yeah so i didn't really have the best impression of kingdom the first time i went but uh, they're growing on me mm-hmm. they're growing on me a lot yeah and uh, and finally um i was talking to mark bacchus on instagram and um he sent me a message actually he said hey do you know about these scratches on the clear platinum barrels? And I said, what? There are scratches on platinum barrels? And he said, yeah, look at the clear ones. And on the bottom of the barrel near near the, the ring, on every single platinum that I've inspected, there's been a long curved scratch. So, so I went and I looked, and every single one has a long scratch even my limited edition ones even my roca has it um, my chartre bleu has it uh, my um my red one has it and they all have it my black one has it too and his his um his shion had it so we always think and i was talking to jacob about this but we always think that you know japan has this great qc reputation but we were saying that maybe you know pilot is just um a step above the rest okay what do you think so what is this mark like is it like kind of uh wabi-sabi style (laughs) so we're not quite sure honestly but um what mark bacchus and i discussed was it's probably a mold um, molding issue when they're using uh, when they're they're creating the pen what happens is that because of the way that they're doing the injection molding one part of the of the pen has a visible seam okay. so I just sent you some pictures through um, through line okay. and you can see very very clearly that there's this huge huge ah, yeah. crack uh not not crack line scratch. Yeah. kind of uh, yeah scratch line and it's it's curved it's not straight yeah and the the low def pictures are my pictures and you know the scratches they're they're gigantic i can't believe i didn't notice i have to check mine before. i have one platinum yeah i think it's gonna be on there but you have to really look really okay closely. And on some colors, it's harder to see than the others. So, for example, on my BS pen, it's much harder to see, okay. but it's there. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But then, you know, um, going then from platinum to our main topic of the day, 
of which is Nakaya. Yay. We like Nakaya, I think.、Um, Nakaya produces some of the most beautiful, beautiful pens on the market. But I think a lot of people don't know that it's actually a relatively new brand.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Nakaya was started in 1999, so this year is their、uh, 21st、mm-hmm. anniversary. And the concept behind Nakaya. Was that they wanted to、um, do something for their employees who had worked at Nakaya for a long time? Yeah, I, who, I guess it was、um, mostly a retired craftsman specializing in、um, uh, urushi and makie. So, that, so that's what a lot of people think, but that's not、oh, true. Okay.、Um, yeah.、Um, so I'll get onto that in a bit, but、uh, a lot of these.、Um, Companies in Japan, like traditional companies, you're forced to retire when you reach a certain age.、Uh, so, these are kind of the retirees, as you say, who are working at Platinum for a very, very long time. And they still wanted to keep working on pens, but、uh, they had reached the retirement age. So, they, they started up Nakaya. And one of the interesting things is that when they were established in 1999, one of the first things that they did was establish a net shop. They, sta- they established an internet shop,、uh, e commerce shop,、uh, before everybody else. So Nakaya got more famous in the West、mm-hmm. first versus the others. And I think that's,、uh, that's very interesting because they're very,、um, you know, for a company that's made for old people, they were surprisingly ahead of their time. And I, I was doing some reading on,、uh, on Nakaya and Nakaya's history. And It turns out that、uh, th- when they were, they were making these pens, and a lot of customers said they wanted、um, urushi on the pens and maki on their pens. So they collaborated with urushi artists in Wajima. Okay. So my understanding is that、um, there's no urushi done in Tokyo, which is where Nakaya is,、uh, is based、mm-hmm. out of. Uh, so, their urushi is Wajima urushi, and it's a collaboration between、um, the Nakaya company and、uh, an artist in Wajima. So, to my understanding, what Nakaya is doing is that、um, their pen professionals are making the bodies and tuning the nibs. By hand. Yes, by hand.、Um, the actual urushi work、uh, is done in Wajima. But the design is probably still、um, negotiated with Tokyo.、Okay. Good, good、yeah. to know. So, so that's a brief history and background. I know that I've been very tempted in the past to buy a Nakaya. I first saw one in Itoya where the fountain pens were still in Itoya K. And I remember seeing this Nakaya desk pen. It was a black,、uh, black pen, clipless. I was like, wow, that's a cool pen. I really, really want to buy it. But、um, at the time, I think it was、uh, $400.、Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I, I can't afford this pen. It's $400. God, if I saw a Nakaya at $400 today. <laughs> And the price <laughs> raised a lot since the,、yeah. since the beginning. Yeah.、Um, so, so I've never bought a Nakaya before. But, Kwe, I know you have three. Yeah, four. <laughs> four. Yeah. Okay. So, Tell me about how you decided to buy the Nakaya. I mean, wh- when did you hear about it? 
is it something that you've always wanted? You know, what, what's the story behind it? Yeah, so I, I, I discovered it when I was still living in Switzerland by their uh, online. I, I think I saw someone posting something on Instagram and then I discovered their website. And so I bought my first Nakaya uh, at Itoya uh, when I was traveling to Japan, maybe 2014 or 2016. I don't remember exactly. And So when it was still affordable. Yeah. Exactly. So I think mine it was around four hundred dollars, and um, it's yeah. um, uh, say it's a cigar writer uh, Urushi uh, Nakaya. So without mm-hmm. clip, and uh, the the name of the color because I never remember. It's the like dark dark red Urushi. Uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah, this is my first one, and I bought it because it was my own gift for my. PhD uh, diploma, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, I really like it. Like the, I think the nib of Nakaya are really spectacular. Like, I I, I like sailor nibs too and pilot, a lot. But the Nakaya one is so comfortable to ride with because, like they, um, I don't know if they. Uh, I bring it to a, a Nakaya a clinic, so he, 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 the. Um, the sensei there asked me to hold my pen and how, how I use it for writing it. So he, I think they, let's say, sorry, um, grinded to fix my uh, pen position. Like, so it's really comfortable to write with and the nibs are really uh, smooth, like butter smooth. So you can write a long, long time without getting tired, uh, at least for, in my opinion. Like uh, how I feel mm. it, and so yeah, it's a it's a very wonderful. But I really love it. And when I was back in Switzerland, and all my friends saw me riding with it and asked me what is it, what, what kind of pen is this, and they hold it. And for uh, Western uh, pen users, you are really shocked by how light this is the Urushi, um, like, like the Japanese kind of pen, because you in the Western countries you are more used for heavier. Fontaine pen like uh, Montblanc or Pelican, they they have a certain weight in your hand, and this is really like feather. I don't know. You don't feel it. You don't feel the pen in your hand. I, I think Jacob w- won't appreciate it, especially this <laughs> very light <laughs> pen. But for me, it's really like it's really convenient when I need to spend hours writing something, taking notes, and it's really my favorite pen for that. And the other one mm-hmm. I got. It's all in second hand, thanks to Yahoo Auction and Mercury. And uh, one with very, uh, the whole, the, the, the story, it's really the same uh, model, but with the clip, so the, not the, so the writer version, not the cigar version. And it's all black, so maybe um, I, I, I bought it very cheap, like uh, for a second hand price, like something like $200. And it still have, uh, I think it belongs to someone's grandparents because it still have the the old nib like Nakata um, engraved mm-hmm. on it. And um, I bought it because I you know the story because I, I dream to have the panda roller on my pen. So it has mm. a clip. So I was like, yeah, it's a black one, so I can have a panda on it, and we, I will be really happy. But as it's an old version, they didn't put the screw uh, under the cap the same way as they did for the new pen. So the panda mm-hmm. has to be attached on the, on the, let's say, the, the bottom of the cap, not on the top 
so it doesn't work mm. with this. So I was so disappointed. I'm, I'm still really happy mm. with the pen, but I was so disappointed that I cannot put the clip on this pen. And mm. the two others I got, I looked for them for a long time, was the Decapod um, um, Piccolo or the Mini Decapod. The, there's two different names, but it's the Decapod model that they don't make anymore, who who has um, the smaller size, so 30, 13 centimeters and not 16. Yeah, they, there's two sides. And the Decapod Mini or the Decapod um, Piccolo, they don't make like for three years. They don't make it anymore. So I was really happy to find them on second hand. Yeah, so um, I think they have three sizes. They have the... Uh, the Piccolo. Uh, they have the Rider, yeah. the Portable, yeah. and the Piccolo, yeah. right? And the Rider is the long one. Yeah. I guess. But it's not the one that's not the desk pen one. The desk pen is even yeah. longer. But right. I guess I and guess then, the rider and the um, isn't that the same? The rider and the I forgot now. So one thing that I read on Shimibun was that uh one of the special things about Nakaya is the way that they make their threads. Um interestingly they say uh the threads are a four start thread versus a one start thread, which means that your cap can go in on four uh, directions, oh, yeah. but but it's also uh, it uncaps faster. So that was a feature that they were looking for when they were making uh, when they were making this uh, these threads. So I thought that was very very interesting mm-hmm. that they they decided to do this. And the name Nakaya actually comes from mm-hmm. uh, one of their um, their uh, they call it. Um, yago in Japanese, but it's basically kind of like a like a nickname for your your production house, uh, which was called Nakaya uh, when Platinum was was established in 1919. So everything really harkens back to the back in the day, including the the nib imprint, which had the mark of the Earth, and uh, and that was a Platinum design um, back in the day as well so you know nakaya really has won the hearts of many many people um in in the fountain pen community uh including you because it's it's something that uncaps easily and i know a lot of people really really appreciate that as you said it's very very light i i think i picked one of yours up once and uh yeah indeed it was super super Mm -hmm. light and the Urushi work uh, with their collaboration with the Wajima artists really is, um, you know, I think they're, they are not the same kind of makie as kokai, which are more commercial mm-hmm. and they make more the uh, same. But here, I think everything is almost mostly one of a kind. Mm, like the, uh, one of the, my dream model is the Galaxy one with the this uh, Milky Way um, uh, than. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the three sides is a long portable and piccolo, and the desk pen is another level, like another. Right, another mm, another exactly. Style. Yeah. So, um, you particularly, I think, you go to Nakaya clinics for a uh, for a very peculiar reason. Yeah. So um, I go maybe once a year uh, when uh, like at least when I'm in Tokyo and. Um, it's uh I, I like to go and, and ask them to check 
uh, the pen, like just to see if there is no. Sometimes you know you forget an ink inside and you let it dry a little bit longer, and even if you wash it uh, one night or, or or trying to really wash it, there's still some something like uh, inside your your pen or your nibs, and um, so sometimes they just check if everything is going well. So it's they have been good uh, customer service too, and very uh, uh, let's say they will check in details and make you try your pen and everything. And we were together at Itoya, so you can see that they were yeah, quite um, professional. Yeah. Mm. But so this is very interesting to me because what you're describing is basically like an, an annual health check for your pen. Yeah, right? exactly, you, exactly. So you go there, even if even if you don't have a particular problem with no. the pen, you go there to, to like give it a checkup, see if it's fine. And I yeah. think that... See, well, I think you and I talked about that before because other we heard from other people that they do that too in Japan, especially in you know, retail yep. pen clinics. People go there not because they have a problem, but because they want like a checkup to make sure if, if the pen is fine or, yeah. or needs some attention. Yeah, well, and they, oh. the the sensei he changed on one of my pen. I think it was the second hand one I bought. He he saw that the uh, the feeder, right, the black uh, part, like uh, under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the feet, feet yeah. was uh, maybe too old or a little bit damaged. I guess because when I bought the pen, there was still some dry ink inside. So he changed it. He changed the part uh, for free. Like he just replaced it and and greened a bit the nib and just test with some ink if the flow was good and asked me to write some some word to see if I, it's okay. So it's like yeah, a health mm. check before it getting damaged. So I think it's good. Well, at least when you pay this kind of price at, and even now with the price uh, uh, ra- raise a lot um, mm. it's kind of very good um, customer service that Japanese people and others really appreciate but so you mentioned that you bought some of your pens uh, second hand I yeah. so that doesn't matter at all for these pen clinics no I, 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 they don't ask me where I buy mm. it or anything they just see that it's an Akaya pen and that's it that's nice yeah, they don't ask you anything. Sometimes you have to wait a bit because you have to, like, uh, there's a waiting list. Mm. So last time, I think there were three people before me, but everyone take maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes max. Right. And, uh, Except the guy right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, the guy right in front of me <laughs> bought a new pen and he really want to talk with the, <laughs> with the Nakaya sensei. And he stay a long, long time, like maybe 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That was a long yeah. wait. But um, you you had your pen checked by um, Yoshida Sensei? I guess so, yeah. I, I don't remember his yeah. name, but I guess so, yeah. Yeah, Yoshida Sensei. Is he always the one? I, I At least at Itoya and once during Maruzen pen show, I met him too. When there is the pen clinic, it's often him. Sometimes there's a woman. I, I saw her once mm-hmm. at Maruzen too, but... When I met, like, when it was my turn, it was him. Okay. Um, because he's the, the famous yeah. one. He's like the Nagahara of, of Yeah, Nakaya. yeah, exactly. And they call him the pen designer. Okay. Um, and he's known also for uh, using grindstones. So he doesn't have a rotary yeah, tool. He exactly. um, grinds everything by hand. Exactly. But I, I don't think he will change the pen points to be like a... Uh, 
italic or whatever. no i think for that so, you have to pay a service like you you can you can book for this kind of um if you want to change yeah. on it and then you, you have to pay something like a service yeah but for like a maintenance, it's for free. Like they, 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 I didn't know the first time, but they never asked me anything. So I, I guess. Hmm. But um, I have to ask you though. You mentioned that the nib is spectacular, but as far as I know, they're exactly the same nibs as the platinum nibs. Uh, I'm not sure for that. I need, I know that two of my nib are elastic one, and I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure platinum made uh, make this kind of nib. Uh, on their pen. So I think that it's a platinum nib and then they made the cutouts. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but the base mm-hmm. of the nib, as far as I know, the shape is exactly yeah. the same. So you can take a platinum nib and put it in a nakaya. I don't know why you would want to do that. <laughs> or you can uh, you can put a nakaya nib into platinum, a platinum, yeah. which, you know, maybe that makes more sense if you have a platinum that you really, yeah, really yeah. like. Um. So that being said, personally, platinum nibs are are not my favorite mm-hmm. um, because I think their tipping is very very soft. Yeah, and their their the nib itself, the alloy is very very hard. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? I, I I don't know. Maybe with my my writing, like I I write cursive, and when I take notes, I take very fast notes. Uh, for me, it's like butter. Like I the the contact on the paper is really i don't i don't need to put any pressure and it's just like sliding and i can okay. write really fast with it and the fact that the pen is really light maybe make me like i don't get tired after one two hours of taking notes so for me it's really like like for my writing is really good i, I don't know for japanese or chinese character how how do you feel is it Mm. But I really like the um, the contact on the paper, the f- the fact that it's really smooth and uh, and that the nib has some bouncy a bit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. But but what's the difference between that and a and a platinum nib? I have one platinum only, but yeah, I guess I guess they are similar maybe, but my platinum one is more uh, uh, hard. I really mm-hmm. like it. I use it quite a lot too. I really like it, but I bought it after, so maybe I I am what's the bias? Biased by by Nakaya, but um, <laughs> yeah, it it's, it's, it has kind of um, uh, what's it? Um, more uh, sentimental. Um, but so the, does this elastic nib have have cutouts on the sides? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and they have, hmm. yeah, and one of the nib I have is a soft, um, soft medium, I guess, if I can read the kanji. Yeah, soft medium, and it has a a, a very good like uh, bouncing too. Nice. And I heard that ordering from Nakaya's uh, online shop is very, very straightforward, and the communication is very, very good. Yeah, I heard it too. Like uh, a lot of my international pen pal or friends order directly on their and they are. You have to be patient because they take between six months and one year. Like especially if you order a special um, mm-hmm. uh, barrel, like special edition, uh, yeah, uh, rather than Maquille or something. 
So it's like six months to one year, but usually in six months they got it. So it's more like they do it as fast as possible, at least for the international. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And, you know, I've, I'm ordering a, a uh, Conid, so I know what it feels like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, that's all I've got on Nakaya. Do you guys want to add anything else? Yeah, that's it too. All right. So um, before we go into the Q and A, um, you know, we have a interesting uh, news. Uh, so we we met with uh, with Hiroko of Bookmondo uh, this morning, and we can't tell all the details yet. But what I heard is that there's a very very exciting collaboration that's coming out from Bokmondo. So for you Urushi and Naden lovers out there, should uh should watch the space because when we're allowed to announce it, you know, you heard it from us first. <laughs> you you like to tease people, right? <laughs> you know, it's not it's not ready yet, so uh so there's that, but um I can tell you that what she's doing it's going to be one of a kind, uh, and yeah. uh, it's never been done before. Yeah. So be excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's move to the Q and A. Um, this one is from Angie Thinks from Slack, and I think this particularly is aimed at more uh, Koya and myself. Um, she says, "I want to know if it bothers the Japanese customers." sense of order as much as it bothers mine to have Kyo no Oto Inc.'s repeat series numbers. <laughs> so, for for everybody that, that didn't know, um, Kyo no Oto Inc.'s all have, they all have numbers. Mm-hmm. And so it goes from like, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, or whatever. So, for example, Hisoku is number 7. But there are Inc.'s with the same number. Yeah. But two different inks. I think like Urahairo and Moegiro are the same number. Yeah. The reason is because they made some limited edition and they they take mm-hmm. the number that was following and then once the limited edition was sold out, they continue with their normal line, but instead of continuing the numbers, they didn't want to break I think the 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 numbers uh, series. So they Go, they go back and took the number before. Yeah. I, I asked them the question <laughs> once in DM <laughs> because I was really confused too because I didn't I bought right. the, this color two months ago but it wasn't the same color. And they explained that, yeah, sorry, we have some limited edition and blah, blah, blah. So, and they had the same with, they, they had like, after a while, they, they were like, okay, so this is a limited edition. We put zero, zero. So we put it before the, all the others. And then they finished it and they were like, Okay, but we will release it finally as the main line. So we'll add the zero seven, but it was the same as the zero zero. So in my in my series, I have a zero zero in the middle of the other one because I didn't want to buy twice the same color. Yeah, so it's a mess. Yeah, it's a it's a complete mess. I don't know why they did that, but yeah, yeah. So um, Angie, to answer your question in short, yes, it bothers us a lot. <laughs> Okay, so um, Jacob, do you have anything to say about that? Only that I've never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so there you have it. Um, the next question. Namodos from Instagram asks, from an outsider's perspective, the Japanese stationery market seems very limited edition slash special edition heavy, especially with some of the big name makers, or when thinking about one-off or numbered releases. Is that common with other industries, or is it stationary and pen-specific? Is there generally an expectation for bespoke work? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes? <laughs> <laughs> they love everything limited edition, from food to, um, I don't know, like uh, uh, pop-up stores, and people just like lining, queuing for hours when it's limited edition. I never saw it anywhere yeah, else. Like even in Disneyland, yeah. but we queue for some kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, cupcakes because it's a mm. limited uh, Christmas or Halloween edition. And they would just go there to eat that or to take a picture with, with this yeah. cake. And it's crazy. I never seen it anywhere. Yeah. It's a, it's a national pastime. Yeah. And they, they, I think they're, they're almost like a national sport. Like some people are paid for, for lining in. Yeah. I, I heard that for sneakers, this Atmos shop in um, mm-hmm. Harajuku, they used to have this yep. uh, limited edition with Nike or, or different brand. And before they were yep. before internet, like they some people will hire homeless people or student to queue in front to buy one or two pair of shoes for so they can resell it or purchase it the one who has money to yeah. pay someone who queue for hours or even the night before yeah. so they're yeah, crazy about limited edition yep. yeah so the, this uh, Japanese word gente is something you see everywhere as you mentioned you know uh, clothes you go to Uniqlo and you see you know, like special gente t-shirts you know you go to McDonald's and find a gente menu mm-hmm, exactly. you go to your your local supermarket or or you know drugstore and all kinds of gente items amazon is full of all kinds of gente items mm-hmm. i don't think it has that much to do with you know that you want something that no one else has it's more that this is the one and only chance mm-hmm. to experience this or try this or, or eat this and they love that yeah translator's notes uh gente means limited edition <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, uh, and also I think with uh, with visitors, the the things that they love the most are the limited edition Kit Kats. Yeah, by season. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, but I've noticed that uh, all the limited editions are the same every year, so it means <laughs> Gente until next yeah. year. But sometimes it's frustrating, yeah. like for ice cream. Like now it's the season. There is some ice cream I really love, but they are only appear in winter and. I don't eat lots of ice cream in winter. Like it's not the first thing I will I would want to buy. But sometimes the summer say, oh, I really like this ice cream. I I test one last uh, November, and you cannot find it anywhere because it's not seasonal. Like it's not in July. <laughs> you have to wait until winter. It's so crazy sometimes. Yep. All right, and then um, Shani Pellet. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. I'm very sorry. Uh, she says. Where he says, they say, um, first of all, I want to express how much I enjoy your podcast. I just so happened to be searching through podcast listings for a new show. 
just a day or so after you published your you posted your first episode. I've been listening to every show the day you published them and find myself wanting more. I find myself especially drawn to information about pens and inks that are exclusive to Asia, especially the store exclusive inks that are so hard to acquire in the US. So my question is more of a request. You touched on the process that one would have to go through in order to acquire these types of products, but I'm hoping that you might dedicate more time to reviewing the process in greater detail. I have no idea if this is even possible, but if there were a way for you to become the conduit by which someone like me could acquire something, say through your website, that would be truly amazing. But I do realize that may be more work than it is worth and may not be even possible. Uh, worth a mention though, at least in my mind. I'll close with one other request. Being that Fude fan is one of the hosts, I assume you have a pretty in-depth knowledge about different Fude nibs that are available. I have acquired a couple of Fude nibs, and I enjoy them a great deal. However, I don't know much about the difference between Jinhao Fude and one offered by any other manufacturer. Some advice from you would be great to hear. Thank you so much for what you do, and I wish you all the success moving forward. Well, thank you, Shani. We really, really appreciate your nice comments. And so I think there are two questions in this question. Uh, the answer to the first question is yes, um, we can acquire stuff. And I am, in fact, uh, actively uh, acquiring things for um, people in the U.S. Uh, at this moment. The problem is shipping outside of Japan is, is a bit difficult right now. But um, most people contact me through Instagram DM. Hopefully, I will have a uh, a page on my website soon uh, that you can fill out. But uh, but the answer is yes, uh, it is possible indeed. So reach out to me. Um, the second question, which I think is also very very interesting, um, foodies. Now, Jacob, food fan. <laughs> well, you have quite a bit of experience with the food names too. But I would say. On one end, you have more of a Waverly type nib, and, and another extreme is yeah, almost like a vertical band, right? Um, and some food nibs are definitely smoother than others. So, like uh, they mentioned Jin Hao here, that is a, those are generally smoother than, say, Duke food nibs, I think. Um, and then you also have these like mini foodies, like these Pen BBS and D like. So, there are a few different uh, variables here. Uh, I, I realized that even though I've been blogging about pens, I haven't really written much about food nibs. So maybe I should do sort of an intro to food nibs. But actually, uh, CY, since you've been grinding food nibs, I, I'm curious about what your view on this and what, what makes a good food nib from a nib grinder's perspective. Yeah, I think, um, I think that we have very different experiences with food nibs. I'm usually... Uh, working with gold mm. nibs and you have a lot of experience with the steel yeah. nibs uh, including even the one that you handed to Hiroko today uh, that you got from the the um, ink mm. studio now before we start here I have to say that uh, Sailor um, makes two versions of the Fude nib at, well three actually but at different angles so they make a 40 degree angle and they make a 70 mm. degree angle I, I think that uh, one is a artist nib mm. And one is a writer's nib. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. For me, yeah, for me, the higher angle is an artist's, uh, is a writer's nib. 
because without the high angle, it's very hard to get the proper hot eye stroke. Mm. Um, I actually think that fude nibs are are the best for writing um, Chinese and Japanese characters. So I've made fudes out of oh god, um, uh, what is this? The wing song. I, I made a, a concord. I think made fudes out of uh, jowo nibs, uh, pen bbs nibs. Um, I, I I'm doing some now on on Pelican M eight hundred eighteen K nibs. Uh, don't kill me. It was a double rod. Um, I made fude nibs uh, now a lot on sailor nibs. The most difficult part of grinding a fude nib is that when you bend the tines up, the tines they splay into a V shape. So you have to pull the nibs back together. And that is very, very difficult. Mm. Um, so I know that Nagahara says he likes to start with a um, broad nib or music nib uh, you know, for some weird reason that I cannot fathom. But because you need to pull the nibs together, I would very, very much prefer to start with a fine or an extra fine because it means that I don't really... I try to not touch the tipping. For me... A fude nib has to be very, very sharp on the tipping. Otherwise, you don't get a nice hot eye stroke. And then when I grind it, I also uh, make sure that I round out the the tine itself on the outside, not just the tipping, so that it's smooth. Mm, I see. Now, Jacob, you asked me many times, why do it on gold yes. nibs? Uh, the answer is I have no idea. But <laughs> I think that gold nibs... Um, they are still a bit softer. So when I write, I can even vary the amount of ink that comes out based on my pressure. And we have both talked about before that there's this um, Taiwanese pen maker. Like, Artists. Yes, they make uh, a titanium food and nibs, right? Yes, and I really, really want to try that because they look amazing. Mm. And there's this, uh, there's this guy on Instagram called Ink Joy the Pen. I've... I mean, you know, he shows you how to use a fude nib. Um, I've also done some posts uh, as well on how to do how to use fude nibs um, for my writing. So we'll link those to the show notes. But I really think that um, fude nibs are even better than naginata for writing Chinese characters. One thing I'm wondering is what a name fude comes. So we know obviously in Japanese fude means a brush, right? But sailor calls them fude de manen. And in Chinese, this, I'm not sure what it is, but, but when you see the listings on eBay and Etsy, they usually call them like art nibs and calligraphy nibs. So I'm not sure if, who calls it fude nibs. So um, there's, for Sailor, there's uh, fude de manen and then there's naginata fude de yes. manen, right? Um, so the naginata is the, the gold yeah. version. Um. In Chinese, you call this the calligraphy nib. So people in the Chinese-speaking regions, they call this calligraphy yeah. nib. Um, in kanji, it's uh, shō. Uh, so it's mm. shōhō. But I, I I think that for the West, you know, calligraphy, what calligraphy, mm. right? Um, it, it's a bit hard to define. So based on sailors food in it which i think um brought this knowledge to the west 
it's uh it's easier for people to call it food inibs. Right. Yep. All right. So uh, I think that's the episode. Is there anything else that you would like to add? I'm good. All right. Then uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Um, again, this has been wow a long episode. <laughs> Uh, filled with uh, news, even though we really weren't expecting to talk so much today. But um, but yes, uh, we will be back in two weeks, so stay tuned. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to bring you more exciting news. Uh, and you know, we always want to to make sure that we deliver to you um the best information from the Japanese stationery scene. And now. If you've made it this far, thank you very much. Uh, we have a request from us to you that if you like this show, please, uh, you know, find some time to tell a friend, tell a family member, somebody that you think will enjoy what we do. Uh, it really helps us with our outreach. It helps us um, get more audience. And, uh, you know, it, it's just a good motivator for us to keep doing the show. So... Thank you so much for your support. We we don't read ads. Uh, we don't have any um, funding uh, as of the moment. So the best way to pay us is to tell a friend and uh, and to help spread the word. So with that, my name is CY. You can find me on my website at tokyostationpens.com, on Instagram at tokyostationpens, and on Twitter at Tokyo Station MNH. And my name is Jacob, and I am Fudafan on Instagram and on Twitter, and I have a blog at fudafan.com. And thanks again, Sua and Jacob, for having me. My name is Cray, and you can find me on Instagram at MiraiCat. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.